you're listening to the Black Creative Handbook Podcast. We help people to get from A to B successfully. We don't just look at the success stories, but we celebrate the process stories. You have to believe in the process if you're going to be a creative. We are your co-workers, your friends, your homies to help you get through these creative streets. Hi, this is the Black Creative Handbook with your host, Cassandra Lauren Gordon, and I'm here with... Uh, Ray Brown, not Black, but Brown, drank Sriracha. Okay, so tell us a few lines about yourself, Ray. Um, so I'm, a, I guess, a multidisciplinary artist. Um, I like to create. Um, ideas are important to me. Like understanding is important to me. And, um, and I use those values to basically... Um, just create different vibes in the world, I guess. Understood, understood. So I met you at, uh, just to give context to the audience, I met you at an event, a great event, I thought you were dope. And I saw your Instagram, I thought, oh, there's some synergy here because even though I'm known as a fine jeweler, I do different things and it's really hard to really explain to well, for me, you might be different. I'm going to find it out today. But it's really hard for me to tell people, yeah, I do jewelry, I do X, Y, Z, I do visuals, I do this, I do this. So um, I've definitely wanted to like, go into your mind and learn from you. How do you navigate through these different creative spaces and build credibility and just get work and just keep on doing what you're doing? And you said a lot of things off camera, or well, off podcast, <laughs> saying, you know, how you got into, you know, your, your field from uni, from academia. You mentioned also about ideas and creative ideas, how much they're important and how they generate so much different avenues. So I really want to touch on that. But before all of that, usually I do this quick fire question. Nothing sketchy, it's just asking you about your creative process. So for instance, if I say to you, like, if you like to write, in your creative process, do you prefer to do things by pen or do you um, prefer to type? And then you say, okay, I prefer to type. And you say, why? Something like that, yeah? So I gave you a heads up for the first one. So with your creative, whatever creative thing, what you're doing and you start in the ideas in the ideation session, do you prefer to write or do you prefer to type and say why? I prefer to write. And that's purely for the, um, for the, for the purpose of manifestation. And I know that that's kind of like a buzzword, like cliche word at the moment, but it's like, it's, it's easier than like what people think. And I think that sometimes just taking it out of your head onto the, onto the pad, like, to me, it's done. Like the, the thing is already built because now it exists in the world. So, and I'm gonna work towards it. So I think uh, it's easy to kind of like detach, detach yourself from the idea, like when you're typing. And I think it's just something about like, like um, I think I think the further you kind of get away from like earth and like natural elements, like the, the more you're kind of disconnecting from like energies that you can tap into for creativity. So for me, it's kind of like for like mind, I'm going straight to paper, and then and then it's, and then it's into the 3D. Interesting, you say that because I was going to ask you about um, <laughs> oh, so that that was such a look. You gave me so much good gems. First, you talked about manifestation, manifestation, if I can say the word, and then you talked about planning. Because I was going to ask you a question about do you plan? Or do you just get yourself into it? So can you talk us about the process a little bit about the manifestation, like what do you really mean? Because I hear different versions. What do you actually mean? And how do you carry out 
yeah, yeah. So I mean, so man manifestation is like, I mean, if 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 you pull up the let, let me pull up like a, a definition. Mm -hmm. I remember I read it, and then and I think like reading the definition as, as well. I actually like I read the dictionary as well because I think. What? I like, no, like, you, you, you're, you're not supposed to, but it's like, wow, you have it to hand. <sighs> oh, yeah, no, I literally Google. So it's like um, to manifest. Uh, what does manifest mean? So to create something or turn something from an idea into reality. So it's like, like literally that, that like li literal um, definition. That's like my process. It's like, it's like, it's. How can I how can I put it? So basically everything starts from within, like in the mind. And then, like I said, it's about do you transfer the energy from within into the idea and put it into the and put it into like the 3D realm. You know what I mean? So and it's like as soon as it comes out of your head, like it now it's in the world. So even if even if you don't actually build that thing, somebody might come along in like a hundred years and read my notebook and then they will build it. You know what I mean? So it's about it's about actually bringing it into into the 3D. You know what I mean? So that's why I say like ideas are more important. Obviously, execution is important as well, but having having and sharing an idea like that's the most important thing because you can you can build anything around an idea. Like you, you can you can say like I want I want transport to be easier. Like that's that's the idea, and then it's like there's so many things that you can do around that. It's like I'm gonna make I'm gonna have a brand of like e-scooters, I'm gonna I'm gonna like research electric vehicles so that they're more accessible to the public. Like I'm gonna like take Teslas, I'm gonna downscale them and make them cheaper. Like, I don't know, like just just anything, you know what I mean? So you can just just having a good enough idea, you can kind of build anything around it. So in terms of manifestation, what I would say is like with, with, with anything like the reason why I read the dictionaries because I like to demystify stuff, and I feel like a lot of a lot of people's power is hidden in like language and, and double speak. And people people will change the definitions of words to fit their agenda. So it might be like, I wanna, I wanna make manifestation mystical because I'm a mystical person and I and I'm selling like a mystical brand, like type type stuff. But if you if you but then it's kind of like, but but so what? Like you get to sell your product, but I don't actually know how to manifest. Like, you know what I mean? So I think um I mean, yeah, if you're going to take certain things like like literally, then you can. Sorry, I, I don't know if I'm waffling. What, what was no, 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 it's fine. But you're talking about. So you're talking about. No, it's good because you're talking about the power of words. So it's very important. And you put it on paper, and it gives you some clarity about where direction or sense of travel where you're going. And then you're talking about. Um, no, hold on. You talked about that, and then you were just about to go into something into a new thought. And the new, uh, but I'm not sure what the new thought was you was getting it into. Manifest. Oh, but by taking it literally. So basically, yeah, like, it. yeah. it's not a, it's not a mystical thing. Like the thing is, the the world today, like, is very. I feel like people spend a lot of um, a lot of energy. Uh, I I don't know what's the opposite of empowering, but like I don't know, like like disempowering. Bonding. I don't know, just like just being mean, like hugging or not showing the the, yeah. the light, not sharing. I don't know. Just in general, like, I feel like people t just spend a lot of energy kind of like telling themselves that they're weak rather mm -hmm. than rather than like like not not say so that we're, we're all like super, superman, but it's like we have we do have strength, you know what I mean? And I think like it's very it's very um, it's very. 
I, I don't know how to put it, but but it's 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 like you're not being strength based. It's like you're looking at things what you don't have, like being very pessimistic, and looking at the things that you do have. And I think it's like where you put your focus, isn't it? You, you, you even even on like a wider a wider scale, I think like there's 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 so much kind of like um uh. So like pe- people will highlight stuff that makes us seem weak as as beings, but it's like like I said, um, people will use double speak and language to to manipulate you into believing their agenda. So it's kind of like people will use stuff like wellness and well being and mindfulness and all this stuff to be like, oh yeah, don't worry about anything, like don't give a fuck about anything, don't worry about what anyone or, or anyone else thinks. But those are actually your superpowers, though. Like knowing what people think, like if you can read someone's mind, like how is that not a, a good thing, like? Understanding the stretch that you have within, even anxiety, like having anxiety, these are just human feelings that that we have. Like these are always going to be there, no matter what. And and the main thing is is about not being crippled by any particular feeling. So not being like, because you can be paralyzed by happiness. Like you can be paralyzed by, um, like I don't know, like eat like eating too much. Like you can be, you can be. You can, is that happiness you can, or is that comfort? And, I, and that's the thing. So happiness turns to comfort, and then it can, and then it can paralyze you. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm. So, so it's like all of these things that we go through: happiness, anxiety, sadness, like elation, like all of these things. They're just they're just they're just simp- like words. They're just symptoms of the human condition. You know what I mean? So it's about th- these are tools that I have to use to my advantage. So if I'm feeling anxiety, if I'm feeling anxious, it's not about like going away and trying to get rid of the anxiety. So why am I anxious? Like, what am I anxious about? You know what I mean? Because he's trying to tell you something. He's definitely trying to tell you something. And I just feel like, like, like people put too much energy into, yeah, into hiding their gifts really. And it's like anything that you're feeling, it's like you have, well, it must be, it must be correct. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm a human. I'm not God. Like I, I was born on this earth. I'm just going through life, like not, not really knowing what's coming next. So it's like if I'm feeling anything, then it must be. It must be correct. Okay, so what I'm hearing is like trust. Like people want you to ignore your your gut and intuition and your body, mm-hmm. and use all this marketing and commercial speak, and to seek outside when you should be seeking within. Is that what I'm hearing? And the thing is that it's not even a thing where people are doing it purposefully. Mm. It's just like it's just like because um, I feel like in, I feel like in this day and age, like like hustle culture is a big thing. And to me, hustle culture is just is just the new rat race, like really. And and it's even worse than the rat race, because at least in the rat race, you might have some colleagues and and a paycheck. But but with hustle culture, you're just you're just you're just kind of now nah, I have to be on my ones and everybody else is out to get me. Like there's no, it doesn't really breed like collaboration. So it's like if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to sell like a like let's say a wellness product. And you're like, oh, you 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 would use anxiety as a as a pain point to sell that product, you know what I mean? So it's like, so automatically you're like, well, I've got anxiety, so I must be broken. You know what I mean, like, let me let me get on this course, like let me let me get rid of that, you know what I mean? But I feel like you can kind of understand it as like as just a thing that people feel, like no matter what you're going through for anxiety. Uh, obviously, as as human beings, that like we like we well not not just human beings, like every, we have to name stuff. For, communi- for communicative purposes. Mm. So you can kind of like understand that, well, anxiety is just a name that we've given to this feeling. And you understand that, well, that feeling is, is a feeling. Like it, might, it, does, it might not feel nice, 
But that's what I said before, like you can be paralyzed by comfort. Like you can be so comfortable that as soon as you feel a bit of anxiety, you're like, nah, nah, like fuck that. Like I, I don't like this. You know what I mean? But sometimes you have to go, you have to go through it. You know what I mean? And I think like not not going through the anxiety is what is holding is what's holding people back. Because that is your superpower. And it might and, and your anxiety might actually be pointing you away from something that you're in now. So it's telling you something, it's your intuition. It's like, because don't, I don't, I'm not a scientist, but like all these human, like raw emotions, it's telling you something, either danger, something, what you don't want to do, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And we're blocking those. We're told to block that out. Like we're told to block that out, get rid of it. Like do this so that you don't feel that. Do that so that you don't feel this. Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, but you have to feel though, <laughs> otherwise you're not alive. Like you're not, you're not. But human. then you know, people want to use drugs and all this type of thing. Then you know, no. But keep it. Up. Sorry, I hope you, I hope I answered your question. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And I hope I answered your question. No, 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 no. No, it does, it does, because you, you're 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 being honest. It's like sometimes with create with creatives, like talk for myself, quite sensitive, and it's just like, don't you think the says the the sensitivity helps me to do certain things. And if I feel something intensely, it's for a reason. And I don't care what certain society says. If I don't like something or I don't feel it, I don't feel it. Yeah. But then you look like the bad guy when you do. Obviously, there's tact. <laughs> Obviously, you gotta have diplomacy and not hurt people's feelings. But being honest is, and being true to yourself is not always um, valued. Exactly. exactly. But I, I feel like if you kind of think about it, like the people who you look up to the most, like they are the most honest people. It's like, it's like they, so like, like kind of all the, cele- all, all the celebrities that we see, it's like we're, we're, we're in a space, we're in a, in a time now where like you can literally see everything. You can see everything, you can know everything. So it's like, everybody's human. And, and trust me when I say this shit, everybody's doing the same shit. Like everybody's saying the same shit. Like everybody's racist, everybody's classist, everybody's like everything. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause energy just exists. Like it's not, it's not created. It's, it's just, it just exists. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, I think, I think it's like what happens is that things kind of get compartmentalized, and you and you see like a small version of a person, and then you'll be like, oh, they're racist, they're sexist, they're dick, they're a dickhead, they're a billionaire, they're a millionaire, they're the proletariat, they're the colonizers, they're this, they're that. And you're literally taking like, the, like a tiny, and, and, and the thing is, it might not even be a part of it. It's just that you've, you've kind of interpreted their energy as this thing that you said it is, you know what I mean? But for me, what's more important is like, okay, but, but, like, but what can we do about these things? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, you see, you're, you're singing to my, um, my heart since 2020 or whatever. It's just like, it's nice saying all these labels and, you know, but I have to be careful. Oh, I'm not being honest. Let me be honest. Okay. So it's easy to use all these words. You can't get cancelled. They can't cancel the, 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 was it it a black creative handbook? You can't cancel it. Well, I don't think it's going to be cancelled anyway. And also I don't really care. It's just because I'm very um, careful because sometimes I self-edit, to be honest, because um, not anything to do with you. I've just met you, so I don't know how much I can go in deep and how much to, I'm sometimes not always good. Sometimes I just go deeper, like, listen, yeah, this is how I feel. These people, them, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes I have to learn, like, you can't always, I've just met you. Well, not just met you, but, but you, you know, here, I can't go deep. But what I want to say, if I'm honest with you, and I hope I'm, I can say it, it's just like, 
that's nice saying, you know, all right, this mental health and package it and body inclusivity and all the isms and all this kind of things, which is on social media, but what are you going to do about it? What is the practical thing? How are you going to be solution focused around these issues than just doing a blog post than just doing a, a, a TikTok mm. or awareness? How much awareness do you need? <laughs> I'm, I'm already aware about these kind of things. What is the next step? How can we elevate? That's what I'm interested in. But some people don't want to hear that. They're like, oh, Cassandra, you're being too tough. I'm like, I'm not being too tough. If I'm hearing the same discourse for all my life and you haven't done anything to elevate it, I'm getting bored of it. What can we do? So that's what I meant yeah. to say. You know what it is for me as well? Is that I used to be like very kind of like, like I'm, I'm still very pragmatic, but I used to only be like just straight logic, um, like, if it don't make sense, then like, I'm not trying to hear it kind of, kind of stuff. But the thing that I realized is, is like, you can't solve, um, like, so, 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 I, so I had the example of, like, you have a scalpel, and it's like, um, your, your scalpel is like your intellect. And obviously, you want your, you want your intellect to be sharp. But when you're trying to solve problems, you can't solve, like, you can't, you can't sew up a pair of jeans with a scalpel it's going to cause more holes in it you know what i mean so you have to take a softer approach and the thing, the thing that i found is that when it when it i needed to like personally develop my emotional intelligence in order to like in order to connect with other people because I'm, if i'm trying to share an idea and it's just not hitting then yeah like i said like it, it's not like it's, it's it's kind of my fault if it ain't hitting that like really because i'm the one that wants to share the idea so, so what, what, it, what it is, and kind of the pushback I get from some people is like, I'll, yeah, I'll take the pragmatic approach as well, be like, kind of be like, hey, I, like I've heard you, but so what? But that sometimes that can come across as, as dismissive. And what I've found is that everybody's trying to get to the same place. Like we're just maybe using different tactics. We're using different things. And this is why language is important to me because like, I need to know what you're really saying. Like you might be saying something. I need to know kind of like, what context you operate under so that when you're saying something, I just don't get offended. Like I'm actually like, okay, like you've used these words, but what you're saying is this. Like, what's, your, what's your intent? What's your exactly. Intent? And I don't even have to say it to them, but I understand what they're saying. So I'm able to just communicate. It's like we're speaking different languages, like, but we're saying the same thing. So, um, so, and to be fair, like, not to take it too biblical here, but in, in the, in the Bible, obviously, I don't know if you know about the story of, of like Pentecost, but obviously, like no, Jesus. But tell me. Mm -hmm. Basically, like it, what happened was um, the Holy Spirit basically came on or came like into the the twelve disciples, and what happened was that so when they talk about speaking in tongues, it's basically like a universal language that everybody can can um, like understand. And I'm not I'm not super religious, but I do like to seek out wisdom. So when I when I when I read the Bible and I read the story of Pentecost and I think about okay, what's a language that everybody can understand? And to me, that's like like if I bring that into a modern context, that's like developing your emotional intelligence because it's like, but also just know knowing what knowing what things mean, because obviously, like logically speaking, if you're speaking Chinese, I don't know what you're saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? But but if you're if we're speaking kind of like obviously we're speaking the same language, but you're using different words to me. And I can understand what those words mean. Then that, to me, is like kind of the story of Pentecost, which is like we're trying to share ideas, 
um, the language could potentially be a barrier to us kind of get like connecting to each other. But if we can kind of learn the way that each other speaks, then we can kind of then we can get through. We can get through. Uh, we can get through that. And obviously, in the Bible, it talks about like God's love being like the great connector and stuff like that. So for me, um, I see kind of like emotional intelligence and just understanding of the world really and how it operates and how different people operate as like, um, yeah, as, 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 as like one of my superpowers. Okay, understood. So we talk about, it's interesting what you said. That's a big thing. I never really think about it as a subject, like your emotional intelligence of bringing people along with your idea. Could you give an example of how you use your emotional intelligence to get someone with your idea? Because I'll give you a scenario. So last, last, last year, I did my first like kind of film or documentary. I had no budget. I just literally had like, literally had a chat and a pitch deck. Yeah. And because somehow they really liked it and they liked me. We, we just got it made, right? Yeah. So there might be some people like you want who have ideas and they feel like they can't execute for whatever reason. There might be a first time director. There might be, um, might not have budget. Might, I don't know what, whatever. How do you use your emotion in your second? How do you use your emotional intelligence to bring people along? So you know you're not having that hustle culture. You're not on your ones. You need you need you need you need a village basically. That's a tricky one. It's not it's not really something that I would say. It's not to be fair. It's not really like once you once you kind of studied it. It's not really something that like you have to kind of think about. It's just like when some when something happens, you just you just handle it in a more kind of like compassionate way that makes sense so I would say like in terms of like but but I can, I can definitely answer your question like for people who are first starting out I would say that the way I kind of did it was um yeah to be fair like the idea just has to be has to be good enough like that's that's pretty much what it is like if, if you have a good enough idea then um you won't really have to convince people like people will actually be convincing you to 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 work on it like that's kind of how it works. Mm. So what I would say is that if you if you do have an idea and you're finding that people aren't um uh they're not really kind of like infused by it, then maybe so so I'll say one of two things. So the so what you can do is, is just is just do it yourself. Um have an idea of what of what like the ideal outcome is, but then start and then just start to work on it. So like do like a low-fi version. Think about the the equipment that you have now, um, and then think about like, well, literally, what can I do now with this? Um, and then the second thing would be to just spend time literally fleshing out the idea, um, thinking about so so in fact, yeah, the, the people that you do want to get involved, think about where you want them involved. Like, tell them this is what I want you to do. Um, this is what I want it to kind of grow into. Um, and and yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much it. But I would say that the best thing is to is to just do it. Because mm. once it's done, like you don't you won't really have to convince anybody. And like the like the medium, it doesn't matter. You don't have to shoot on on like a mad 4K camera or like have the best mic or anything. It's literally just like do it, show people what it is, and then kind of like get just just get feedback. I say like that's that's pretty much like the, the best the best possible way to do it because because like you i feel like using emotional intelligence to to get people to do stuff yeah it's, it's like it's bordering on 
manipulation, like you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, if there's nothing there for them to do, and you're kind of just taking their, like taking their time, then it's, it's only gonna it's only gonna come back worse for you because now when you actually have an idea, you actually have like um, you actually have something that that you want them to come in. Now it's gonna be too expensive, you know what I mean? Because you already wasted their time. Mm. So you know, having all that like to factor all in that. Yeah. In an ideal world, at the beginning of the podcast, would ask you more about yourself. So you, now you said um, you do your visuals and you do other things. So can you explain yourself more to the audience about what you actually do? Okay. So so right now I'm, I'm a creative director, creative strategist, um, and a content producer. But creative. Uh, so I'll say I'm mainly, like, I'm mainly a content producer. So what I'll do is, is I'll just kind of like get something, it could be a product, um, and then I'll just build like a concept around that. So it might be some photos, and then I'll just go away and kind of think about like how do I want to, um, like how do I want to portray this 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 product? Like what kind of images am I going to use? Um, like what kind of photography style am I going to use? Am I going to use Photoshop? Or it might be a video. Um, it might be a, uh, yeah, it's, it could be anything really. It's just, it's just content, like anything content wise, like websites, videos, photography, um, I even, like, even NFTs, like tech stuff. Uh, what, what I'm actually good at is, is taking ideas and innovating them. So if you you can come to me with like any any kind of like bare bones idea that you have, I will be able to just tell you like what you need to do, kind of like on a on a simple level, but then also like suggest uh, technologies and platforms that you can use to kind of take the, take the idea to the next level, um, but then also just kind of work with you on a long term basis, like with mm. your like uh, creative strategy or tech strategy, um, your brand strategy. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much anything. I, I would say I'm just I'm like an all round just producer. Like I just I just make stuff. I just make okay, stuff. Okay, you make things happen creatively. So when you say creative strategist, which you said first, what does that mean? Because I hear all these lovely buzzwords. What does that mean? So creative strategist will will basically. So to me, creative strategy is, is, is like a strategy is like a is a is a very broad thing. And I think that creative strategy, like you said, it's it's kind of just a buzzword. And I think like it can kind of come down to um what what is creative strategy? That's a that's a good idea. That's I'm trying to show, I'm trying to work out what is the um everyone's used it differently. What's the difference between a creative director mm-hmm. or creative direction and mm-hmm. creative stra- strategy? Okay, so a creative director would work with a creative strategist to basically build out um like everything, everything behind the brand, if that makes sense. Mm. It's kind of like, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a tricky one to kind of go into because there's like, there's like commercial strategy, there's creative strategy, there's brand strategy, there's, there's all these different types of strategy. But the creative, the creative director would basically come up with, um, like they'll basically they'll basically direct all of the kind of decisions you make based around like it could it could be what what colors are we gonna use like what mm. 
what print are we going to use? Like what uh, photography style are we going to use um, for, for this for this specific thing? So they can work across a brand, or they can work on like individual projects. Mm. And then the, and then the and then the the strategist will go away and build out a brand based on this based on what the creative director the the guidelines that the creative director has given them. So the creative director might say, okay, so I want, I want like, um, I don't like a 1960s, I want it to be rustic. I want it to be, um, I don't know, I want to use like pastels. I want to use like bold prints, that kind of stuff. And then the strategist will go away and build out, um, based on based on the goals of the business, they will go away and build out a strategy to basically hit those goals using the parameters that the that the them. So when it when it comes to brand strategy, so what 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 it typically will be, and typically I actually only learned this like the other day because I went to um I went to uh I'm 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 on a I'm on a professional development course by uh, DNAD, so we had a visit to a, a media company and they actually like talked us through strategy. So brand strategy um is basically the most important thing that I took away from brand strategy is the brand promise. And what the brand promises is basically everything that every everything that the brand does will have this promise kind of at heart. So like it's core cool thing. It's core, cool, yeah. So it's core cool values. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not it's not necessarily a thing that you would you would share with the customer, but it's like everything that. Um, so for instance, uh, pets at home. Uh, the company that I went to, they came up with a tagline, um, the perfect pet parent, and that was their brand promise. So, so based on that promise, you can actually decide, uh, it, it, it kind of just gives you like a, it kind of gives you a, a, like a guideline on what to do and what not to do. So it's like, everything that we do, does this make our customer the perfect pet parent or yes. not? Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's like your moral or brand compass. Should I do it? Should I take that on? Yeah, yeah exactly. Should exactly. I do it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that way you, you stay you stay on brand, and it's like it, it kind of just stops you from from going too far left. Yeah. Like, it's like you're like you're a pet shop, but like now you're selling cocktails. Like why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know it what I mean? Keeps that consistency, so people don't get um, confused, and people know what to expect from the brand and stuff like that. So what was the last kind of um, project, creative project, or what are you working on? Fact that you worked on? Uh, the, yeah. the last thing, um, so the last one I worked on actually was one of my own projects called uh, Snack Reviews. And, I, and that's literally what it is. It's like me, <laughs> me and my like we're on, we're just like on cam, like trying snacks. Um, there's a YouTube channel for that as well, I'll send it to you. That'd be great, I'll put that in. Um, filmed season two a few months ago so i'm just editing that at the moment um but yeah that's that's the last thing that's the last thing that i, I kind of worked on properly that I, like i actually put like time and effort into and then at the moment i'm working on um like a visual uh so yeah, there's nothing there's nothing like really really different it's, it's kind of similar to like colors but i want to play around with you know colors berlin hold on colors is when they sing the Colors Berlin, yeah, it's like, it's like when they, yeah, yeah, like they, they freestyle they get, or they, yeah, when they get a, a, an artist in and it's like a bright color, like Pantene color, and the, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. So I'm working on a concept like that, and then basically just, just uh, playing around with like different visual styles, um, 
like different different kind of things that I've learned in videography, in like creating creative direction and styling. I'm kind of just bringing it all into one, like one packet or just just like one project really, and um and then roll that out over like over five episodes. So that's gonna be um like a five part visual series with a mixtape and a podcast and um and like a lookbook. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I just feel like when you say something, it's so multi-layered. There's so much things that can go into. So you can say you edit. It's like you can build a whole world from your idea and you have the skills to do so. Mm-hmm. So how did you build that, your that's what that's what life is really about though? It's like I think I think people kind of well let me let me just speak for myself here, but I feel like I, I spent like a long time, I was I'm only 29, but like I feel like a lot of time that, that I spent was kind of like looking for this thing, looking for this point in which I will start to live life. And it was only like like kind of like recently that I realized that like all of these things that you go through, all of, all of the stuff that you can, and that, that's why before I said, I said that you can be you can be paralyzed by a good thing or a bad thing. So that like all of these things that we go through, they're just things that happen. And, it's, and life is kind of like about how you react to them. Cause at the end of the, the, end of the day, like it's just energy. Stuff happens to us like by other people. And it's like, well, they've transferred this energy into me. Like, how am I gonna now like, direct that into something else kind of thing like am I gonna get angry and fight them or am I gonna like am I gonna eat it for a bit you know what I mean go away do some do some some reflection you know what I mean and and turn that into something else because even because even if nothing happens I feel like revenge revenge is a very powerful force like in 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 this day and age but but like people don't understand like revenge really is is silent and actually like when if you go out and and fight somebody it doesn't really mean nothing. Like you've not really done nothing. Like all you've done is kind of like that like matched. Like when people come, I'm, I'm gonna come with the same energy. Like, and it sounds cool and shit, but it's like, bro, but you was happy two seconds ago. Like now you're on the next, a whole next energy. Like you know what I mean? So I think. Sorry, I don't know why I started saying that. <laughs> we was talking about you talk about energy. I was talking about um, life is what happens to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think. Um, so I think for me, and I, I didn't realize I was doing that at the time, mm-hmm. but obviously I was just trying different things. I was literally just, I was going to go to uni for accounting. Um, and funnily enough, like I was even on a, on a, like on a course with the Prince's Trust for like, for um, like an employability course. And then as I was going, going on the course, it was like a, we did like a, um, a week in Wales at the start of the course. And as I was on my way to Wales, my friend called me like, yo, do you want to do this internship? And I was just like, yeah, cool. So I come back from Wales. I started on the internship like the following Monday. What type of internship was that? Uh, it was in a fashion PR company. So I was I was like, um, yeah, I was just like a fashion intern. So kind of like managing the showroom um, and like dealing with like clients and stuff. And um, and yeah, that, that kind of brought me into the whole kind of creative creative world like it was always something that I kind of knew was there obviously like watching stuff on on tv like you see creative stuff that you want to be a part of but it, it was always kind of like like a like a mythical place that you had to you had to somehow get into an ad firm and then work your way up like you know what I mean so when I did this internship it kind of just opened my opened my eyes up mm. to all of the different parts that 
that just the industry is 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 made of and that all of these people that i'm seeing on tv that i'm like wow like they're just regular people like kind of kind of kind of thing like everybody's just out here moving like vibrating just making stuff happen so it's like um so yeah i, I just tried like a lot, a lot of different things i went from that internship into i did like a lot of events i did a lot of um uh gifting gifting suites at festivals like i met so many celebrities so many like agency owners so many stat like stylists photographers just just meeting different people coming from coming from where i'm from like people ain't really doing that that really and it's like the people that are doing stuff they they leave the ends and then come back to basically like sleep you know what i'm saying so i wasn't really i wasn't really around like inspiring people like that so only when i kind of came into this industry that like all of a sudden I'm like, okay, so there is more to life than the block. Like, you know what I mean? And I wasn't even, and I wasn't even really hood like that. I wasn't even like a, a road man. Like man. That. <laughs> the block never ever interested me. You know what I mean? So I was always kind of like, well, I don't want to chill on the block. I don't really want to do like this school thing. But I mean, school's kind of cool. Like I enjoy economics and stuff. So I'll do it for now. But it was that internship that really set everything off of me. Is that, you know, is that exposure? Because it's just like, if you knew when you was 18 and you're doing your UCAS that there was a life, you know, I just, I think I told you off camera, I don't know if I did, but off podcast even, it's like, when I was doing my uni thing, because I was the first person to go, go uni, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wanted to do drama. And it pained yeah, me yeah. I never did drama because that, but my mom's like, no, my year head, I put drama, I tried to sneak put drama on my Ucastle and my year head like crossed it out and put psychology. No way. And I'm just like, but I didn't know any better. I was just like, you know, what, 17, 18, what, what do I know? But if I had, you know, if I had creative people or an internship or something to expose me to this world mm. than just pushing people through uni all the time, mm. things would be different. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes I try not to live in regret, but sometimes I've been honest, I'm like, I wish I knew about the creative life when I was a teenager because there was no YouTube then, you know what I mean? When I was a teenager, only in my 20s. So it's just like, that's why the reason why I'm doing this podcast is, is like, if you have a parent or you have people around you, like go to uni, be a nurse or go to uni, do this or go to uni, do that. And that's the only way you can make money or the only way you can be creative. You're like, oh, actually there's a podcast. There's real life people who are making good money by following the creative passions and what, you know, when you get forced to do a job and then you do the nine to five and then you waste time. So yeah, so yeah, it's good that you got exposed to different things and you, you know, you use those opportunities to get to where you are now. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Okay, so we talked about your project, here we are. So we talked about how you can get your concepts from, you know, an idea to reality. I'm just thinking about you already told people just just do it just do what you have to do yeah. you know the idea is very important so what is the best type of thing what a client or someone has said to you about your creative work the best thing mm -hmm. um I mean, to be fair like, I, I get a lot of compliments like on my on my work kind of like, like all the time and um mm -hmm. I mean uh <laughs> like a sentence <laughs> I mean, well, just a, 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 a summary. You don't have to power. You don't have to say it verbatim, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I get, I get a lot of, a lot of like, like that's dope, and like, like a lot of people say that my work is different. They haven't, they haven't seen, um, seen stuff like that before. Um, 
yeah, it's just like unique style, I guess. What is what is unique about like what are they referring to? Um, I guess so. Right now, I I, I do that the, the duplicate the duplicate thing like where I clone myself like in um like on on pictures. Oh, like you see, like you see in pictures like there's there's like more than one of me. Okay, I'm gonna look on Instagram as we go over. On my Insta, so people like people like that stuff, mm. and then I would say kind of just just like my general style. Like there's not there's not really a lot of a lot of people. Um, I, I would say like kind of like young black I'm looking on your Instagram that, it, are yeah. doing, that are shooting video. Oh, I've seen it. Sorry, I'm looking. Yeah, so it's on your main page. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Rah, you know how to do that. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Different versions of you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think, just like for me, I haven't seen um, because you know what it is like. I think when I, when I first started creating, it was um, it was kind of just like. I was seeing what people were doing and I didn't really, like I wasn't really, I wasn't really like fucking with it kind of thing. And I was kind of like, well, why is, why is nobody doing it this way? So I, so I just did it myself. Like it was literally like, this is, this is the, the type of content that I want to, I want to create. But also I just felt like every, everything was kind of very like boxed off. Where it's like if you're if you're shooting a music video, then it's, it has to look like this. There has to be girls, cars, mention. It has to be like a certain camera quality. Like you know, what I mean, the cuts are all the same. And for me, it was like, well, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Like it's it's like I I want my music video to look like this, or I want my music video to look like that, or I want my advert to look like that, or I'm, I want my photo to take inspiration from that film I watched the other day, that kind of thing. So for me, it was just it was just kind of like. Like you have free reign to create. Like I don't understand why everybody's just, just like, just copying each other, basically. Don't put yourself in the box, you know. Because sometimes, yeah. Yeah. just put it out there. I know we don't like the isms, but being like a black creator, sometimes like yeah. you have to talk. You have to look like this aesthetic. If you're not, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, literally. That's that's kind of what it was like for me. I, I've always kind of like um, cinematic stuff. I'm I'm big into into films, um, and I would just I would just see all of. All, all of these like uh, like Michael Bay movies and stuff. They will have like the big sweeping shots of, of, of everything. And I'm just like, well, why don't we do that? Like we've, we've got drones, we've got cameras, we have tripods, like we have the equipment. Like why don't we actually go and try to like put our stamp on on, mm. on, the, on the industry or, or whatever, like mm. kind of thing. But, but also what it was as well was like, I realized I realized that the only kind of difference between me and the mandem is that I like I wasn't on the block for for 15 years. Like I literally was was everywhere, like doing everything. You know what I mean? So mm. it's like I come back, I come back like now as like a 29-year-old, and I realized that yo, like, of course the block looks like that, bro, because you man never went away to get external skills to come and change your environment. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the environment has just been built around you. It's not, of course, it's not for you, bro. Of course, it's not for you because you haven't contributed to it at all. You know what I mean? In, in a positive way. So that energy can't physically actually come back to you because you haven't even put it. You haven't even put it out into the world. So, so it's like there was a there was a lot of things where I'm seeing the disconnect from where I'm talking to small businesses 
and I'm I'm just like a young dude at the time. I may be like 23, 24. And I'm talking to these businesses and I'm like, yo, let's link up. I'm not even asking them for peas. Like, I'm like, let's link up and let's like let me shoot this video for you. Like, like I I'm, I see what you're trying to do and I and I, I got concepts, like we can just shoot stuff. But there, obviously now I realize that they were looking at me like I'm too expensive. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, I didn't I didn't realize that I've obviously gone away like got this knowledge of the industry. I've realized that people are shooting like like Emmy nominated shit on their phone, like on some little point and shoot, like shit like that. And I'm and I'm trying to explain to them, like, listen, it's not about the it's not about the peas that like, I'll shoot this on my phone if you want. It's about the idea that I'm trying to help you kind of kind of um, get across. So I think for me, that like, kind of kind of um sorry, let me just uh, can you just remind me of the question. And the thing is, please stop me because I will ramble on. Forever. No, 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 no. I'm listening because I think when you're talking, you you eventually get to the point, and I hear it, and then I, I summarize it. So we was just talking about like what are people saying good about your work, and then you deviated in a little bit, a little tiny bit, and then you was talking about when you go back to ends after when you um, the way how people seen seen you, they might they, they move to you differently or see you differently, even when you try to help them out. And you're talking about the conflict about like, you know, you really want to help them, but they're not, they, they, they see you differently, they see you too expensive, or they might not work with you, or they might see there's a, what, what I'm hearing there's a disconnect. And I was just going to say something about it because um, when I went to uni, I came back, people thought I was like, I remember I just, just did a course like psychology and everyone, oh, Cassandra's different now. So I feel like sometimes when you go back to ends or whatever, if you try to bury yourself a little bit, there's always people thinking that you're moving different and you're not, you're still the same person. You yeah. still got the degree and they don't realize just because you have a degree doesn't mean like you're getting the best jobs because it was like 2008, you know what I mean? You know, my degree and my white counterparts degree where they have like parents giving them in internships, they'll have to like work throughout uni. It's a whole different playing field. So people don't realize, just think of like you got your degree or you have something or I make jewelry, fine, fine, fine jewelry. If they were paying for Cartier or Tiffany's, which sometimes they do for special occasions, it's similar. It's a similar price, but it's just like it's a, it's just like sometimes they have this like cognitive dissonance. There's, there's this distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are different from them, but you're a totally different person or different price bracket, and it's not. It's just sometimes you're not always valued. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think for me, like like I um, like I I hear what you're saying fully, and and I, and I agree. I think I think it's it's kind of because because I, I went through that as well. Like I went through like a, a, a transitionary period where like I feel like I, I did level up, and then I found myself kind of like, if I'm being honest, like looking down on on certain people from back in the day. And then I think like what 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 like like I had to do was, was be like, bro, these are my these are my bridges, bro. These are my men. Like, I've grown up with these men forever. Like these men actually have my back. Like so. I'm not gonna look down on them. And I think like in the process of not looking down on them, like I didn't really feel like they were looking down on me because I feel like like this the, the thing of energies is like you can only you can only uh you can only perceive energies that are that are part of your perspective. So Absolutely. if you're looking down on someone, mm -hmm. obviously you're gonna perceive the the feeling of being looked looked down upon, you know what I mean. Because it's like somebody can do the exact same thing. Like I could, I could, um, I could call my boy. He don't pick up. 
And based on based on the way I feel about myself and the world, I might be like, oh, this guy, he hates me, bro. Like, he don't want to chat to me. Or I could be like, oh, you know what, he's busy. Like, I'm going to do something else, you know what I mean? So I think, like, in, in the whole kind of, like, just realising that at the end of the day, like, knowledge don't make you a, a better person. Like, money don't make you a better person. Like, nothing really makes you a better person other than being a being a better person. Like, I, I was just like, well, these men, these men are, are these men, in it? And I'm me. And they're not really saying nothing about what I'm doing. Like, when I come back to the ends, like, we're, we're still kind of interacting in the same way. And, um, and yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, may, maybe it's there. And, and the thing is, sometimes I do feel like there is a kind of air of, oh, like, oh, like, like actually, not too fair. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really feel that personally myself. But I realize, um, I realize that like a lot of a lot of because I, I have friends that, that kind of say the same thing and they're like, yeah, like I, like I went to get a job and and now the man them look at me different. But then at the same time, I, I have friends who are who are flipping like work at Goldman Sachs and they're in the ends like with us that like, with a man them like we're just it's just man them in it, you know what I'm saying? So I think I think it's 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 the energy thing and and it comes down to the emotional intelligence, which is like. Which is that understanding that like this is still the same brother that I grew up with, unless he ain't. You know what I mean? Unless he starts acting different, then of course, then he ain't the same brother. But if, if he's still being my guy, then that's what he is, isn't it? And I, and I can only really take him at that, at like how he's treating me and the energy that he's he's like putting, the energy that he's giving me, like really. Absolutely, it's all about the energy. No, you make me reflect a lot about that. It's all about the energy because if you don't have it. You can only do so much and you know you can only do things like people's actions because as you said you can react you can be i think i love that that example what you gave is like with a guy if you reach out to someone and i'll reach out back to you but i think they're busy they've got things on in life or they're just like not feeling you but you can only reach out so much for me i, I can only reach out so much <laughs> can't reach out 10 times if i do it three or four times and you are you're not there and then you know i check in and you know it's, it's hard it's hard how to navigate especially when you're moving in, in diff, different circles so you're 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 better than me so i need to like think about my emotional intelligence and have more grace and more compassion with people when you reach out to people and they don't always reach back out to you you know what it is though with, with that like like I, one thing i find is that you have to you have to have compassion for yourself though and, and that's the thing that people people don't realize that they that they go through life like doing a lot of shit that they don't want to do it's not good for them mm. they know it's not good for them but for mm. some reason like they feel as though they need to do these things. And I feel like having, having some compassion, like some true compassion for yourself within and your kind of internal, your kind of like internal, um, uh, like internal environment, that will, that will translate into the way you, you, you um, interact with the world and with other people. Because it's like, if, if, you're, looking at, if, you, if you're looking at yourself, and like, you're like, well, actually, I am tired, bro. Like, I don't really want to chat to this person, or I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that. And, and and you're doing it, you're doing it in a way that you're like, well, it's it's literally for me. And I understand that, like, I need to do this for myself in order to, like, bring my best self to the world tomorrow. Then I think it's kind of like, that will, like, that will change the way you view other people. Because, because then all of a sudden, you're like, well, I love myself. So I don't I don't understand why somebody would hate me. And it's like if you're not if you're not thinking why 
they would hate you. Like, if I'll be honest with you, unless you're a piece of shit, like, some people are just, are just pieces of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you know you're not a piece of shit, then it's kind of like, you just, you you have to just believe it, really. Like, you have to just be like, well, actually, I'm not a piece of shit. Like, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to, like, do this thing. And then obviously, there's ways to kind of go around it. Obviously, if you're ghosting people on a regular, like, that's just, like, no one's going to want to fucking be, like, as simple as that. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard when people ghost, and people are like, oh, I want to hang around with you. I'm like, I text you about it 10 times. I can't do that. I can't mm-hmm. fuck. But then I say, you don't know what people are going through. So as I get older, you just got to give people grace. You have to. Um, I'm trying to feel my default is like grace, compassion first. Try to. Yeah. But me always going to the negative and it's, it's, it, it, it is a skill. It's not that easy. So as we round up this podcast, I feel like you really, I had a bit of an unexpected kind of like surprise, like benefit even talking to you because you make me reflect as a creative about you know, pushing for your ideas no matter what. <laughs> not to self-edit, which you, this is for me. This is therapy for me. Like, like not to self-edit, because I think, like, as I get older, I self-edit a lot because um, when I've been through and I have ignored these primal or these feelings, I get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? It bites, it bites me back. So, and what I'm hearing is this, like, it's like survivor's guilt, Kind of, but not really. You know, like, so like when you come from ends and you, you go back and how they treat you and how you navigate that. And I, there was some YouTube something, I can't remember, IG something, where Jay-Z was saying, like, when you go back to ends or your family and stuff, you just want solace. You just want to be around them, right? Because that's who you've grown mm-hmm. up with, that comfort. But sometimes yeah. they're moving to you in a different way. And you're just like, ah. Oh. So it's a bit of like, you try to get a better life, but when you try to come back to enjoy that with other people, it's a bit it's, it can be a bit different so yeah there's a lot of takeaways i've taken from it i'm interested what the audience take away from today because i'm just one person but no it's just fascinating to hear like someone who's multifaceted in, in, in what they do and how they approach life you just you, you're just you're just on it and just very emotionally aware at the same time so i appreciate you i appreciate you a lot trying i'm trying lies the latin really Second. do you say you're trying yeah, I'm trying. I'm oh, trying I thought now. you said you're crying, and I was like, the lies. Oh, no, no. And then I, yeah. and I realized that wasn't very emotional, great. But I was only joking if you were crying. Not, okay, great. Okay, you're trying. Cool. So, and um, for the people who listen to this audio, how can we find you? How can we connect? Okay, you? so I'm. On, yeah, I'm on Instagram, um, not black but brown. Um, that's my main kind of visuals page. Uh, I'm, I make beats as well, so that's drank sriracha. So that's like drank and then sriracha, like the sauce. Um, but yeah, Instagram is like my main, my main, my main thing. Perfect. Well, thank you, Ray Brown, for being here and just being totally honest and in tune. So yeah, this is the Black Creative Handbook, and speak to you all next week. Thank you. Yeah.